Internet News Digest, 20th of December 3308. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, humanity has finally got into its stride in the war against the Thargoids. And there's a seasonal treasure hunt. On the 15th of December, the final three Thargoid maelstroms arrived. On Friday, we took stock. Maelstroms Thor, Raijin and Haddad arrived yesterday in the Col 285 sector IG-0, C6-5, Pegasi sector IH-U, B3-3 and HIP-30-377 systems respectively. The eight maelstroms form a hemisphere around the south end of the bubble, blocking easy access to the Pleiades, Witchhead and California Nebulas, while leaving the Colsac Nebula, which is also a Thargoid stronghold, apparently unguarded. In addition to the maelstrom systems, there are 208 systems under Thargoid control, 58 that still have a human presence but are being invaded by Thargoids, and 38 that are being investigated by Thargoids for possible future invasion. And there is one, just one, system that has been cleared of Thargoids and that is in a period of post-Thargoid recovery. HIP 23716 has four stations under repair, planetary port Farkas Oasis, which still seems to be having problems with the fire extinguishers, and the outpost's Night Enterprise, Godel Escape and Wolf Orbital. The system's only Coriolis starport, Wakata Station, is online and operational, despite last week's heavy bombardment by Thargoid forces. The Brazilian League of Pilots has requested urgent delivery of construction materials to help get all stations back online. There are now a total of 11 rescue megaships to which evacuated civilians can be taken. Ships with passenger cabins can take the walking wounded and those who are simply eager to get away from the Thargoids while ships with cargo racks can take shipments of escape pods full of the more seriously injured. The rescue ships handle medical emergencies and evacuees, but they also sell the enhanced versions of the original Aegis anti-Zeno weapons that Liz Ryder and Zachariah Nemo have been working on. So far, small and medium turreted multi-cannon and missile racks and medium and large fixed multi-cannon have been made available but medium and large fixed missile racks and gimbaled multi-cannons are undergoing final preparation and are likely to become available to buy on Thursday of next week. If you'd like to help make these weapons possible, there are initiatives to deliver gallium, copper, polymers, advanced catalyzers and synthetic reagents to Shiradoc in Kappa Reticuli and to Wilson City in Apala, respectively. It's beginning to look at least possible that the Thargoids might be contained within their current sphere of influence. However, the Maelstroms remain impenetrable. It seems likely that the key to tackling these Thargoid strongholds may be unlocked by the independent fragments of what used to be Aegis. Professor Albertesro, Ramtar and Ishmael Palin, together with the Thargoid Whisperer, Siajin I. On Monday... Colonel Briss Decker speculated about the new Thargoid tactic of interdicting human ships from supercruise. The Colonel, who specialises in customising frameshift-drived interdictors, notes that the Thargoids have long been using hyperdiction, intercepting ships as they travel between star systems, as a means of checking on passing human vessels. In the area around the eight maelstroms, 
they have now started interdicting human vessels from supercruise as well. And within the area around the Maelstrom systems, they will attack immediately they have completed either hyperdiction or interdiction. This means that for the first time, there is nowhere safe. Jumping to supercruise no longer confers safety from the Thargoids. Meanwhile, the war against the Thargoids is going well. The Vakerbe system, which was on Thargoid alert, is expected to be declared clear of Thargoids on Thursday, and five systems that are under attack, 63 Eridani, HIP 25679, Ibisu, Awara and Imuet, are all expected to enter a phase of post-Thargoid recovery at the same time. Two more systems, Ildano and 29E Orionis, are the next two systems being worked on in the reasonable expectation that they too can be cleared of Thargoids this week. This progress contrasts with the previous week during which one system, HIP 2485, had its alert cleared and the Thargoids were only expelled from a single system, HIP 23716. The Thargoids seem to be much less invulnerable now they are spread out over a larger slice of the galaxy. Work on the two ongoing initiatives to manufacture enhanced Aegis AX weapons is steady, with the fixed AX missile rack nearly two-thirds complete and the gimbaled multicannon two-fifths of the way to completion. Earlier today, the Imperial Herald reported that the Emperor single-handedly turned around potential civil unrest using the power of oratory. Worrying news and images from the Thargoid War seems to have unsettled the people of the Empire more than had been realised. An entirely unexpected and spontaneous rally of tens of thousands of Imperial citizens formed outside the Imperial Palace. The Chancellor, Anders Blaine, addressed the crowd using giant screens, describing the Imperial Navy's swift and decisive action against the invading Thargoids. He assured the vast crowd that they were safe from alien invasion. His soothing words did little to calm the fears that were all too plainly visible on the faces of those present. Reporter Cassia Carvalho describes how she feared a violent reaction from the citizens present, but she claimed it was the Emperor herself who descended the palace steps and walked among the crowd who calmed those fears and brought back a sense of pride, even jubilation, in these Imperial citizens. The Emperor presumably had access to a state-of-the-art sound system to make herself heard by those present as she strode purposefully among them, reminding them of their Imperial heritage. She spoke of the strength of the Imperial civilization, its achievements and of the courage of its citizens. She declared that the Empire would challenge and defeat anything, human or Thargoid, that threatened its safety. According to the press account, the normally reclusive Emperor single-handedly transformed the crowd from fear and rebellion to confidence and pride. Whether or not this piece of hagiography was strictly true, the Emperor must know that dark times are ahead and that she must keep her citizens behind her if the Empire is to survive. Away from the Thargoid War, a treasure trail has been created by Sandra Kors, a modern-day Santa Claus. Delivering festive gifts to children should be its own reward, but Sandra has made sure the delivery pilots get a very fair reward for their efforts. What you need to do is bring you a small or medium-sized sleigh, with at least space for six cargo, to the Njumbala system. Scan the beacon called Sandra's Postbox, which is near Frost Dock. This will give you somewhat cryptic delivery instructions. Buy the number of festive gifts you need to deliver from Frost Dock. 
If you're good at interpreting the children's somewhat ambiguous delivery instructions, six packs of gifts should be enough, but you can buy more as insurance. They're a rare good, so you can sell any you have left over for a decent profit if you travel far enough. Now, all you need to do is work out where the little darlings want their presents delivered and sell one of the festive gifts into the appropriate commodities market to complete your delivery. If you worked out the correct delivery address, a message will arrive in your inbox telling you of the sometimes colourful, sometimes useful rewards you've earned for making the delivery. Here's one of the six letters from the children. The clue to the system and station is hidden in there somewhere. Dear Sandra, I have been a very good girl this year. All my classwork was completed on time. I helped Daddy with changing Tommy in the mornings and I even ate all of the horrible stew Mummy makes on Wednesdays. She keeps saying it's a bouquetly special, but it tastes so weird. I know Mummy loves making it for us, so I finish mine every week. I'd like a full box of special flavourings I can sneak into my bowl when she's not looking. Then I'd look forward to Wednesdays as much as Mummy does. Thank you. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to. (laughs) 